and welcome to the episode three of the data quality podcast series from Particle Measuring System. In the last episode, we evaluate what the what's the first steps to build your environmental monitoring plan. And we end up defining what's the parameter, or at least discussing about the importance of the parameters evaluation. Now it's time to start evaluating what we define during the purpose. The next step is the classification. Classification means meet the specification. The classification step is only the start of a longer set of activities to control the cleanroom status. These essential activities should be based on a scientific approach and strictly follow the regulation. There's really nothing to invent. Regulation gives you all the tools, the limits, boundaries, the methodology to provide clear evidence of the proper design of each clean room. Classification rules are available, for example, in the GMP Annex 1 or in the ISO 14644-1. So the part one is specific for clean room classification. In conjunction with that, it's important to execute then the qualification. The qualification step certified that the clean room ambient condition are acceptable to maintain the desired product quality through the facility design, workflow mapping, and personal procedure. So it's important to verify that the clean room withstand the requirement ensure the appropriate quality to your product now that you are executing real operation with your real personal in action. And once the qualification and classification are executed, then it's time to start setting your monitoring alert and action level. Alert and action limits must be assigned based on methodically collected scientific data generated from in-process manufacturing condition. Although historical data may not be available during the first month, they must be regularly evaluated to feedback the definition of proper levels. I want to stress this point once more. It is true that the day one, when you execute the qualification, you have no idea how your clean room performed during the last six months or, or, or six years. Obviously, it's a new clean room. But you need to keep in mind that the alert and action limit that you are setting now will not be the right one moving forward. Or maybe they will, but you should question yourself and you should keep in mind, and this is, by the way, something that the regulation now strongly required, you should question yourself if your alert and action limit are still meaningful. And meaningful means they need to help you detect preventively, detect in advance that an adverse condition is most likely to happen. So the alert and action limit are not something that we should keep away from us. Because if they, you know, if if an alert occur, it's the end of the world. No, it's not the end of the world. 
it's a clear measure to prevent adverse condition and to improve the quality of your product. So make sure you consider you consider in your environmental monitoring data evaluation a clear discussion to identify any change, any improvement, any increase or, re- or reduction of your alert and action limit from now forever. And this is true, especially if anything change in your process, anything change in the way you are manufacturing your product or the machine you're using to fill your vials or IV bag. So all of these factors can affect the consistencies, the quality, the meaningful of your alert and action limit. And once you know that, you will promptly react and you question yourself if they are still valuable and usable. So this is the end of the episode three, and I'll see you in the next step for the episode four. Thanks for listening.